6-8 right here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. We have the song of the night coming up in moments, usually around 6.50. We'll give that to you in just a second. But first... This is breaking news on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. We now go to the news desk. Adam Abdallah with breaking baseball information. Chris, we've got breaking news in the world of sport. Yes. The New York Yankees have signed free agent left-hander Carlos Rodon to a six-year, $162 million (laughs) deal. John Heyman, the first to report. Okay, so a pitcher that the Sox just let walk last year uh, gets the one-year deal last year with the Giants and then now signs a six-year deal with the Yankees. Yes. The hated New York Yankees. Back to you. All right, so that's breaking news here uh, this hour on ESPN 1000. It's Black Amdahl with you here tonight on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Uh, just wanted to note, uh, tomorrow... Is our last Black and Abdallah of the year, 2022. Oh no. uh, Friday night so sad. Uh, will be our last Black and Abdallah show tomorrow night right here on ESPN 1000 for the year 2022. We'll be back next year, but the last <laughs> show for this year He'll will be, be next year. tomorrow night from 6 to 8 right here on ESPN 1000. So all now. calls welcome. Friday night calls. Make it good tomorrow night, the last night of the year with Black and Abdallah on a Friday night. That being said, yes. it will not be the last time that Black and Abdallah are on the air this year. Well, DJ, I, I carefully worded what, what is happening it tomorrow night. It is the last Black and Abdallah of the year. From 6 to 8. From 6 to 8. However... Yes. We will be performing Shot or No Shots. Yes, twice next week. On Wednesday and Thursday next week as we fill in for Cap and Jay Hood on Wednesday and Thursday. So just listen every day. We'll do we, be around. Do we get to play some Deal Breaker? We do. No. On Thursday, we wow. get the Deal Breakers. Wow, that's nice. We get Deal Breakers on, on Thursday. All right. And uh, what's Wednesday? Wednesday is... Charlie, what's Wednesday? Charlie, what's Wednesday? What's Wednesday? Well, Wednesday's a day of the week. Um, yeah, I'm pulling up the schedule right here. <laughs> it's like, you want that job, dude? Shouldn't no, you know? <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's Wednesday, December twenty first. No, what? What, <laughs> what, what are you benchmarks? talking about? Hold on, stop, stop the show. Hold on, I just pulled up. As I tried to turn around, stop the show for a damn second here. <laughs> Charlie, the question. I know um, what you mean now. Okay, Thursday <laughs> they do deal breakers. What do the Cap and Jay Hood show do on Wednesday besides shot or no shot? Well, normally, like that that day's pretty open. Okay, so that's an open day. All right, so there's okay, no all bits right, that open day. day. Open day. Okay. I'm, I'm glad we got there. All right, there. so there's no bits open that day. day. Open day. Okay. All right. Wednesday, open all day. All right. Maybe we can sneak some zoo news in. Who knows? Oh, sneak we'll, it in. We'll, we'll see. I'm going to force it in. <laughs> oh, jeez. We'll force some zoo news into the show. Just wait. All right. Uh, each each night around 6.50, we play for you the song of the night. We're a little late. I know. Here we go. Song of the night. I want to rock! Hey, turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because it's time for... What dial? There's, there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Exp- ah, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdallah's Song of the Night. Yo, later. Tonight's song will go to the Who. Seven. 
A lot of people consider it, actually critics consider it, their best album. Uh, yes. But this album, in between each song, there were fake commercials. Yes. And there were lawsuits against The Who because they were fake commercials for real products, like Heinz Baked Beans, a deodorant as featured on the cover of the album. Uh, this album was primarily written by Pete Townsend. Uh, three of the songs were written by John Entwistle, the uh, bass player. But so, like every other song, every other track was like a fake, like radio jingle, and they yeah. outsourced these radio jingles to a company that just produced <laughs> radio, radio jingles. jingles out of Dallas, Texas. Those are the best. Yeah, I wish we had a Black and Abdallah radio jingle. <laughs> that would be fantastic. It would be like cool. the good old fashioned jingles. Yeah, it would from be back cool. in the day. It would be cool. I'd say this. Uh, what's interesting is like in that. Time, selling out was not something that was desirable. That no. was not cool. No. It's not something people wanted to do. Yes. And it's amazing from 67 to 2022 how times have changed. And now the only cool thing to do in life now is to sell out. Is to be in ads and all this kind of stuff. I mean, and that, like, that's what you get with you Facebook, shoe collab. Twitter, Instagram, yeah. TikTok. Yeah. The only reason people are on TikTok is to hopefully get millions of views to then sell out. That's the only reason. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Same with Instagram. I'll never forget watching a uh, documentary about Green Day. And uh, they were talking about Basket Case and, like, punk fans hate Green Day because they're like they're sellouts right they made Kerplunk they made 10,039 Slap Happy Hours whatever it's called well, I forget the number um, but then Fat Mike from NoFX was like are you kidding me we all wanted that we all want that that's what we you want to do it. when you're when you want to when you start picking up a guitar you think of playing in front of millions of people or hundreds of thousands of people at a given time the who i can see for miles 1967 it's your song of the night i can see for miles hey 
turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because dial. it's time for... What dial? There's, there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Exp- ah, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdallah's Song of the Night. Yo, later. So there you go. The Song of the Night, usually around 6.50 each night here on Black Unless and Abdallah. it's not. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes you go along with the fat jack. You know, we, we get He's it giving in. out winners, people. Yeah, it's good conversation. So, all right, so there you go, Song of the Night. And, yeah, selling out back in the day was, oh like, God. the worst thing you could do. Yeah, no one wanted to be, like I mentioned, with Green Day, Blink-182. Like, all these bands were like, rock music isn't about selling out. It's about making money, people. And, uh, yeah, you can be a starving artist, but there's a reason you're called a starving artist. No one likes to starve. No. No one likes to, uh, you know, be poor. And uh, a struggling artist. You would much rather play arenas. Charlie, Charlie is an aspiring comedian producing the show tonight. Charlie, would you rather play a sold-out United Center or go to an open mic at your local bar? Quite decidedly, the United Center. Yeah, thank you. Because you make a butt-ton <laughs> of money doing it. A what-ton? A butt-ton. <laughs> it's, it's, ju- it's above a metric ton. Okay. But it's slightly below a megaton. Okay. So it's a butt ton. Okay. It's a butt ton of money. Okay. I, f- I feel like that's made up. Because to me, com- like comedy is the greatest me. gimmick in the world. Like, oh, it's course. the best thing. You, yeah. can se- you can sell. There's no John- overhead. John Mulaney came to the United Center and did like four nights. And tickets, the, the cheapest ticket was like $150. And you there's don't no bring setup. anything. There's no pyro. There's no. A microphone and a bottle of water. And that's a, all you and have. And sometimes a stool. If the, if the venue has it, it's the greatest grift known to man. Charlie, when you make it big, can you just bring us along with you so we could do, like, just a podcast on the side and just, like, feed off of you be hitting yeah. it big as we a star? Inter- like, all those like, TikTok yeah. uh, podcasts, like yeah. the TikTok pods where they interview the comedians and you're like, yeah. oh, cool. Yeah. Can we just be those guys on the road with you? Yeah, you can hang out. Yeah, we can all hang out on the bus together. Okay, perfect. That's the podcast, uh, On the Bus yeah. On the Charlie. Bus with Charlie. On the Bus with Charlie. There it is. And you take us around, and maybe occasionally you let us open for you, but probably not, though, because um, you want to <laughs> have young up-and-coming comedians from the cities that you go to. That's usually what people do. Or they bring someone along with them uh, for the entire tour. But to me, it is the greatest <laughs> grift known to man. Do you still like, have your uh, tight five? No, I've never had a tight five. I thought you had some material you were working on. I, 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 would, I would never. Okay, so people don't understand the difference. I have no problem doing this. No nerves. Like nerves when we first started, right, doing shows. Like the first night we were like, hey, you guys are going to be on the radio. Oh, on the radio? Like sure. on the radio. Yeah. There is a completely different feeling from doing this and getting up on stage and doing and like doing stand up. Well, yeah, you're, you're staring at you're, people. Well, and you're expected and to be funny. Back at you. Like, listen, I could BS about DVOA for 15 minutes, and it doesn't have to be funny. It's still a segment. Yeah, kind of is funny. Like sometimes the segments don't have to be funny. When you're on stand up, you always have to be funny. Not always, but the point of you being there is to be funny. That. Like, yeah, some comedians do the bits where they're not funny and then the payoff is funny where they're not funny for half of it and then they tell like a serious story, but then it ends up being funny. I get that. But the point is to make people laugh. Whereas it- like here, we do five up, five down. But that that's isn't not- the point of this is to make people laugh. No, the point I is to enter- like it's easier for us to accomplish that because yes. people come here saying, I want sports. Well, yeah, and then we well, say, Chris, but we've got some funny. The, out and here? then boom, we, we get them with the funny. Out here? Yes. The E stands for entertainment. Of course. So you don't necessarily have to be funny. 
You just have to entertain. To me, standing up and even on like an open mic where there's like five people, <laughs> like I would be like I would be so nervous. I'm trying to think of what, what it, do you have something in your mind that you would go with if, if you got up at an open mic? I no, not off the top, not off the dome like that. We should really start thinking about this stuff. Not I feel like dome. this is something we've talked well, about like before I, in the past. I, I feel like I'm in a stage now where in a month it'll be nothing but kid jokes. Ah, uh, unsubscribe. And uh, yeah, exactly. If your as personality as, is no, only, no. if you're going to turn into no, only being, no, 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 only no. having commentary about I don't being want a dad, that. I never want to be that. Here's the thing that changes you when you have kids. Ah, uh, listen. Uh, did you know the kids? You guys, uh, you know what? Uh, I go to the bathroom deep, a lot. I'm, I'm elbow deep in poopy right now. All I'm doing is uh, changing diapers. What do I'm you think? Elbow deep in poopy. I could do what uh, a, a now canceled comedian said, and he was like, you know, my kids, they're they're real asses. And I have no problem saying that about kids. Uh, how would uh, Sebastian uh, do a, a kid bit? My kid got these. <laughs> you guys, my kid, kids. my these kids these days. My kid and they came, look at me and I'm like, I got your pasta. What more do you want? My kid came out of the <laughs> womb with a freaking TikTok. Okay. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. And then it'll be a douche on the phone. When you're at home, don't miss Black and Abdallah. Tell your smart speaker to, to play ESPN 1000. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Black Amp Doll, weeknight 6 8, right here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. We'll talk to Chauncey in just a moment here on ESPN 1000. We love to talk football and we take football very seriously here on the show. So we'll get Chauncey's football picks in just a moment right here on ESPN 1000. Luke Getze talked today at Hallis Hall to the media and uh, a part of the conversation with Justin Fields and his success level to this point this season and why Fields had so much success against the Packers throwing the football. He went 20 of 25, passing the ball against the Packers in the last game before the bye week. Here's Luke Getze talking about Justin Fields. Yeah, there was a lot of factors. I think, you know, I think Justin felt good. Um, I think, again, the continuing to grow through what we're doing, um, his ability to kind of manipulate protections when we need to. I thought the protection was better. Um, so that I think anytime you have a cleaner pocket, you have an opportunity to perform the task a little bit easier. Um, but I think, you know, the receivers did a nice job being where they were supposed to be when they were supposed to be. So it was just a little bit better execution maybe than, than, than we've had. Um, but it usually starts up front. And Getsy also talked about today uh, the O-line and, and the health and the, the stability of the offensive line playing better as of late. Is that the key to unlocking Justin Fields uh, here later on in the season? No, I, I listen, I think it's, I say it all the time, it takes 11 people to perform everything. So I think that is a big part of it, and it always will be. Like the, the line of scrimmage part of it is why we've been able to run the ball well. Um, but being able to protect in the pass game is the most important thing that you that you need to do. So, like, you talk about developing a quarterback, like the first thing you do is you go through pass protections before you even talk about a, a pass play. You know, you got to be able to protect the quarterback first. And so, yes, that's a huge element of why. So that's Luke Getty and, and Adam kind of like looking at the, the start of last season with Justin Fields getting in there. And remember back to the Browns game. And then at points early this season, 
Justin Fields was basically just trying to stay alive mm-hmm. each and every play, running for, for his life, not really uh, taking the time to read through his progressions. And I think it is a bit different what we've seen in the last month or so, where Fields is now showing more confidence and the ability to stand in the pocket and to kind of start to develop a lot of that credit has to go to the offensive line. They're playing decently. Well, there's that promo you hear. You hear the Bleck and Abdallah promos when we go to break where it's it's me talking about the offensive line and saying they haven't been a factor, so they've automatically been better. Like, their rating is better because they've been allowing less sacks because Justin Fields isn't back there, right? <laughs> like, he's been leaving. He was The first few games, he was leaving the pocket. They weren't a factor because you were scheming away from the bad offensive line. Now... They've kind of come together. And, you know, there's a new episode of the Bear Down podcast on the ESPN Chicago app with a very weird start. Like, it is one of the wildest starts to a podcast we've ever had. Check it out. It's on the ESPN Chicago app when, when we're done. Listen at 8 o'clock. Was not planned or lifted. Yeah, not planned or lifted. Uh, but so we talked about how, you know, this offensive line, it can take years for an offensive line to fully come together and gel and protect a quarterback. And we talked about, you know, when Tom Brady was with the Patriots, how long it took that offensive line to come together. And so... The fact that they've put together a decent second half of the season with four games to go is, is respectable. Like, you still need to add a lot to it, but yeah, they've been respectable. And he's gotten better because he can stay back there and not uh, feel the heat from defensive linemen and defensive ends. Bears and Eagles, week 15 in the NFL. Black Amdahl with you here on ESPN 1000. We take our football very seriously, and that's why each week we get the picks from Chauncey. Winners, Johnson knows a keeper when he sees one. He sees every angle and knows all the right calls. Get your picks from a man who was raised by the frozen tundra. It's time for Chauncey's Picks with Black and Abdul. Each Saturday morning at 6 a.m., you can listen to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And each week on Black and Abdallah, Thursday nights, Chauncey gives us his football picks. How has Chauncey done to this point this season, Abdal? Well, okay, we'll start with the good news. He's 21-17. and 17. He did lose the lone game last week. It was a light week last week. It was a light week last week. It was a light week last week. The Seahawks should have won that game. I believe it was a Seahawks game, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah the Seahawks should have won that game. They did not. But, but, 21-17 and 17 on the year still. All right, Chauncey. I don't know. I just was very <laughs> depressed when I saw last week. You know, it just, I was like, one game. What, the Seahawks couldn't show up? No, they couldn't. They, yeah, they didn't make, they couldn't fly yeah, in, I guess. They, I couldn't, guess. Fly so they in. couldn't fly in. All right, Chauncey, here we go. First matchup on the list the Bears and Eagles. Oof. You see these two Oof. out in the wild. Who would win in this matchup, Eagles and Bears? Well, these questions were asked of me very numerous times at the Whiskey University. <laughs> it was a good time last night? I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> you had that good of a time that you think it was a good time. I think it was a good time. All right. I, I think it was a good time. And But, I mean, a lot of the fans that were out there for the for Carmen for the event were, you know, cornering me saying, what are your picks? What are your picks? What are, what are your picks going to be? So. I love that. Uh, you know, okay, so who are we at again here? Eagles, Eagles and, and Bears. Bears. Eagles, oh, Eagles and Bears. And well, I think this is... We didn't have to go to a lot of deep thought on this one. No. No. Uh, even though, you know, the Bears are just... They're a lumbering group. They won't boom, boom, you know. They're not real fast unless they're going downhill. 
Remember, that's when you have to outrun, you know, black. And um, <laughs> he, he ain't doing that. <laughs> he ain't doing it. Yeah. So, you know, I was, was talking with the gentleman yesterday at the, at the university, uh, and I, I had to say, well, you know, it's going to be the Eagles, guys. You know that. I mean, right. it's not even a, All right. I don't, we, even, I don't even want to watch it. <laughs> well, we, we got you down for Eagles, Chauncey. So uh, before we get to, ne- to the next game, there are Eagles in Illinois. Are there bears in Illinois? Um, we have a few bears that kind of wandered through. I, I know, I personally know of uh, two resident ones uh, up in, in, and they're kind of in the Rockford area. Then there's a, a one that was in kind of central Illinois working its way south just because they want walkabouts. And there, there was a third one that was in the uh, uh, Joe Davis area a couple of years ago. So, I mean, you know, they walk through, they you know, kind of lumber around and, you know, just saying, hey, man, what's up? let's go for a little walk. Let's see what's here. You know, let's go find lunch. You know? <laughs> I need a picnic basket. Right, I need a right. dozen donuts, mm-hmm, you know. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> but there, there are eagles, and there's eagles, like, not too far from the city, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you, there's eagles in the forest preserve. There's uh, Actually, there was an eagle in a tree in Westchester, but we're in the city I live. Yeah, I remember that. In, wasn't that on the news? Yeah. It had a nest? Yeah, yeah there's a nest down in the Palis area. Uh, there's, I mean, I remember when there were like less than a handful of nests east of the Mississippi River, and now they're everywhere. There's, they have cameras on nests in the spring when they're hatching their, you know, the babies and all kinds of stuff. I mean, they they really have taken a jump back uh, to being, you know, a, a viable uh, population. Hmm. And you know, yes, they are an exceptionally, exceptionally majestic bird. They oh, yeah. really are. And just remember, Ben Franklin wanted the wild turkey. Probably Carmen would like the wild turkey to be at the national. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could you imagine if uh, our country, the, the logo was a wild turkey? <laughs> yeah, I know. Would it be great? <laughs> but what a lot of people don't realize is the, the golden eagles, they are, they'll hunt for, you know, a lot of stuff. Where the bald eagle is uh, a you know, not to offend anybody in our, you know, country. They're kind of a scavenger. Hmm. Okay. And that's part of their problem because back in the day, they used to take uh, an animal that you know that died, and they would load it up with uh, pesticides and poison. Uh, right. Open mm-hmm. the coyotes would eat them and kill the coyotes. Well, the eagles hmm. would show up and go, "Hey, the buffet's here. You know, let's have fun." <laughs> then what happened? Their eggshells get very thin, the DDT, and boom, they died. Mm. That's good information. That's mm. good anf- animal information. Yeah, mm. just ne- more animal minutiae. Yeah, next game, Abdal, what do we have? So our next game features two nearly extinct animals, uh, Chauncey, as we go with the Cardinals and the Broncos. Oh, uh, two animals that are on the uh, the brink of extinction here. This season. This season. Yeah. Uh, what do you make of this matchup between these two lowly creatures? You know, I really had to think pretty heavily about this because... Uh, you know, the Broncos, you know, big majestic horse and stuff like that, et cetera. And the Cardinals, little short, little guys, quick on the swing, not good for the long run, where the Card- or the Broncos are good for a long run. Uh, you know, but they get spooked real easy. And, I mean, I went back and forth on this pretty, pretty hard. And, and, you know, I'm doing it again. I'm switching my mind 
at the last minute, I'm going to have to go with the Cardinals. Cardinals. Okay, Cardinals. All right. We got Eagles and Cardinals for the picks this week for Chauncey's mm-hmm. Animal Picks. Two birds. Now, Chauncey, earlier on the show, so Wait, we've got you know, your one more? Pick. Oh, no, I think that's it. I think that's it. I think those are the only uh, animal who's matchups. Miami, who's Miami playing? Well, so so this so, is one that we've discussed yes. in the past. A, the bill... The, the bill is not oh, named. Yeah. Buffalo Bills are not named after an animal. Named right. It's yeah. named after a guy, right? Yeah. That's named after Buffalo. Bills. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But, is, the, yeah. but if you you do you have a pick on this game? Yeah, I was going to go with Buffalo. Buffalo. All okay. right. It won't count against okay. the record. No. All right. Don't, it won't count, count against it. the record, but as a bonus pick, we'll throw out the Bills there. Yeah. Uh, I did want to ask you about this. Did you uh, hear our conversation earlier, Chauncey? Now, in the past, we've asked you about Cougars. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a story on the show last night. TLC has a new show, and it's called Milf Manor. Have you seen this uh, trailer online? <laughs> Milf Manor. And apparently the twist in Milf Manor is that the sons are likely to be the ones dating the MILFs. Not their sons. Like, they'll date each other. They'll other's. be on the same show dating other moms. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm going to have to, you know... Make sure I copy the show. I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna have to do a segment on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. I think you're gonna have to do the Cougar, Cougar Watch. The Cougar, yeah, Cougar Watch. The Cougar Minute. The Cougar Update. <laughs> and uh, update us on the goings on of the Cougars uh, in Milf Manor. In in Milf Manor, I might yeah. have to do that. You know, just because you, you know, the, the, just remember the the Cougars are they're tough. They they you know yes, they, they are can, yeah. You you don't want to. They're wise. Yeah, they're wise. They're intelligent. They're <laughs> sneaky. They're they'll just whoop you big. Right before that flute starts at like you know six fifty eight. Right before the flute after Aiden's uh, fishing report. Yeah, right after That's the right. fishing report. Right before that flute. <laughs> make sure you give us the the milf minute. Chauncey, what's milf- coming up on the week uh, on the show this weekend? <laughs> okay, uh, this weekend we we've got a couple of things. Uh, we we do know that Mother Nature. Remember, she's not that pretty lady wearing a long white lacy dress. She wears leathers. Uh, she, mm. you know, rides a Harley, <laughs> and she she is going to whoop us with cold oh, starting no. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's oh, going to no. end. Oh, yeah. It's going to drop. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start seeing ice uh, forming in a lot of lakes and ponds and rivers because pretty much you have to go from the middle of Wisconsin north uh, to find decent ice. Now it's going to be. Northern Illinois, southern Wisconsin, western Michigan, northern Indiana. So we're going to see a lot of ice being developed on the lakes and rivers and backwaters. So I have uh, first one is coming on is uh, Steve Sillick from the Forest Preserve District of Cook County. About what lakes you can legally ice fish on. There's like 22 of them. And then the second gentleman I've got coming on is uh, Tony Boschold, who is a champion ice fishing professional. He fished on the... The USA team, uh, when they were in Europe, I think, about a year or two ago, uh, and came in first place, uh, gold medal. And he's also uh, fishes for uh, a number of other competitions, so he's going to be on. And then, you know, it's part of the holidays. I, I always, uh, if you guys remember, I had oh, that yeah. so- Soldier's Silent Night Lament. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing that one, and I actually found the story behind the person who wrote that. Oh. So I'm going to read a little bit of that story of how this came to be fantastic and, and we're we'll, gonna do that we'll be listening saturday morning 6 a.m thank you chauncey i know you'll be listening to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> see you chauncey bye guys chauncey <laughs> do you want winners? I get it that early. chauncey knows a keeper in the summer when he sees yeah. Oh, yeah. For golf. Yeah. Yeah. He he sees every angle
and knows all the right calls. Get your picks from a man who was raised by the frozen tundra. It's time for Chauncey's Picks with Black and Abduct. Dude, Chauncey's not kidding. A week from today? Oh, yeah. Like, Did you see the, the temps for, like, next Friday? The high is... Five. Yeah, next Friday it's it's dropping into the single digits. I know. Wednesday not Wednesday the high is five. Thursday the high is nine. It will be a frigid yeah. Christmas weekend. Oh yeah, it will be. Need All to right. figure out where my winter jacket is. It's the opposite of dipping. What do you do? What do you yeah. do in the opposite of a dip? What do you do there, Charlie? You layer up. You layer up. <laughs> you put a sock around it. Uh, come. What? Just go to break. Daddy likey. Yeah, just go to break. Just hit the sounder. You the don't wrong, need to tease. The wrong button was You don't hit. need to hit the tease. The wrong you don't need Daddy to tease. Daddy likey. Teasing? Coming oh. up, what, what is, what's coming up? Coming up next, we're going to crown our good question champion oh, for the year 2022. You we forgot. Yeah, you good question. You thought we forgot. The champion is crowned tonight, and that's next. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports. This is Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. This is this is, this is Lucky and Abdallah on ESPN 1000. Six to eight here on ESPN 1000. Hello. We only have one more Black and Abdallah 6-8 show this oh, year. It's sad, really. Tomorrow night. All calls welcome tomorrow night. Come hang out with us tomorrow night. And uh, we will take your calls. And then also we have our Time Capsule podcast that we will record live on the air tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. I gotta do that. Can't wait to do that. We've, we've, we have done that for what? How many years? I'll look it up tonight. But it's, it's pushing like 10 years yeah, that we've done this. I know. I think it's more than 10. All right, I think so it's more than 10. That'll be tomorrow night on the show. Gustavo uh, will know. With Blockham Doll. Yeah, well, I'll look it up. I know how to look it up. I can figure it out. Uh, but we'll have that. And in, in what we do is we place things into a fake time capsule mm-hmm. that you can go back to the podcast and remember what that year was all about. Mm-hmm. So 2022, we will place items, people, things, all into a time capsule. And uh, you'll have it there, and you can listen to it to remember the year 2022. We've, we've successfully done that for, for many years in yeah. a row here at ESPN 1000. There's a lot of stuff, whether it's sports, pop culture, things from the station. So yeah. A bunch of stuff. Good stuff. Okay, so tonight uh, we like to play a game here on the show called Good Question. Mm. And here's how you play. When you hear a host on the station ask a question to a guest and the guest responds by saying good or great question, you score a point. Now, we have been playing this game since 2018. And in the first season of us playing this game, the first year of playing it, Jonathan Hood was the championship winner. He won the championship belt. Yes. He won Good Question in 2018. With 33 good questions. Now, Tom Waddle has put together in the last three years a three-peat. Mm-hmm. Tom Waddle has won in 2019, wow. 2020, wow. and 2021. He has won Good Question. Tom Waddle enters tonight's events in the lead, heading towards a four-peat. He is looking for his fourth consecutive championship here of good question yes now we have been filling in for greenie we haven't done this 
this uh, game in about six or seven weeks because on Thursdays we've been we've been filling in for Greeny a lot. We have not been here. We've had other programming on. We have not been here for that. So we have not done it. So there is about six weeks worth of good questions to make up. And right now, Tom Waddle still has a healthy lead. Okay. It's about 16. And Sylvie and Hood. So you're listening for Hood and Sylvie questions to see if they can catch Tom Waddle. They're tied at 10. Okay. So this is the key. Now, if you listen, Waddle won in 2019 with 30. 2020 with 44, and 2021 with 40. In 2022, he only has 16. Okay, so this is a race. This is the dead ball era. Well, and this is a race. Yeah. Uh, Sylvie and Hood may have an opportunity to unseat Waddle as the champion. So let's uh, let's get to it. Here's good question. You ask me a question, I'm going to answer it. Don't interrupt me, okay? What's your record for consecutive questions asked? 38. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? How could you ask me a question like that? Right? I'm on Burgundy? Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? All right, here we go. The last good question for the year, 2022. Can Waddle win it? Here it is. Albert, we know where the Bears are going, and we know where the Texans are going as well. Do you believe overall that tanking works in the NFL? It's a good question. Do you suspect that Sheets will play every day in left field and Aloy will be the DH? Like, What's going to happen there? Yeah, it's actually a very good question. Let's get into this Bears and Jets matchup first. Obviously, a lot of cloudiness heading into it surrounding the the injury of Justin Fields. But I got a question for you about point values on quarterbacks. Because obviously, nobody (laughs) swings the spread in the NFL like the quarterback. I saw an article earlier in the, probably in like August or so. And it had a valuation against the spread for each quarterback. And back then... It listed Justin Fields as a two-point value quarterback. Oh, you got to tighten this up. What man. do you think or what do you <laughs> know about what Justin Fields' value is against the spread today? That's a very good question and a very good point that you bring up. Let's say Trevor Simeon Whoa, is the starting quarterback on back. Sunday. Tyler. How does that impact Chase Claypool, wow. who's a guy who the Bears have wanted, or at least Bears fans, have wanted like to see that. way more snaps for? Yeah, it's a good question. What is motivating these owners, Whoa, in your opinion, in, in, in a way that maybe they weren't motivated Tom, in previous years? Waddle. Could Absolutely that be all he questions. needs? Like, you're the most so generous he- with your time. You're the most generous with your your wallet. Um, all that being said, and I know you have made money throughout your career, with you getting this, do oh, you do anything for you? Do you buy yeah. anything for you that's special? That's a great question. Um, that's a great question. Oh, so doubler? It's easy for that's you. Back to back. Um, you only get one you know, point. A doubler and a back. You only get one point. You are with the league to say, okay, I, I can reconsider this. This is AK. This is Eversley, Eversley's livelihood. Ooh, Could they give it months after giving him a max? Are they willing to, after investing in great Lonzo question. and right oh, it, it is. Can, it? Yeah. Um, can they pivot call after a four game winning streak these Giants Byron. have lost three of the last Byron five Metcalf? Yeah. the only wins against Houston you sent this one I was listening on Sunday morning beat, up early. Uh, yeah. future first ballot Hall of Famer Taylor Heineke 
<laughs> if this free fall continues, what happens with Daniel Jones in this franchise? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, you're the, the well, perfect person well, to ask this to because you play both no, no. roles. Yep. Is that Lewis now Riddick, the player flipping. who played the National Football League? Bottles like what would Lewis Riddick, the general manager Scoring of an NFL goals. team, would you have a different perspective or understand looking um, at it from a different perspective? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a great question. 2023 <laughs> through 2025 of the Bears or the Packers? This is a battle. Um, hmm. That's a great question. I agree with you. I have a, like a kind of a wow. um, back. a question wow. about how they they feel about certain things because they've thrown Brisker and Gordon into the mix and asked a ton of them, and I get it. Like they're not sinking, they're swimming. They may not be excelling, but they're doing okay. On the other side of the ball, you got Valus Jones, who I don't think they trust. That's the only conclusion I can come to is they don't want to put a guy into the system that they don't think can actually handle what they're asking him to do, which would then stunt the growth of your quarterback. Why would they be so willing to throw guys into the to the deep end on the defensive side, but not on the offensive side, in your opinion? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. And now we go to the final tally now, board now, of the good questions. Because to, to break down the fourth wall, because we haven't done this in so long, some of the good questions we could not get, but we had to assign points to because of our logger. We couldn't go back that far. How many points are you awarding, awarding now? So here is how it works. This is our final tally. In third place with 12 good questions, Jonathan Hood. Jonathan Hood, congratulations. A one-time champion in 2018, Jonathan Hood finishes in third place In this second season. place with 13 good questions, Mark Silverman. Sylvie, congratulations. Second place. And that means we have a four-time champion back to back to back to back. Tom Waddle. With 21 good questions, your champion. And 2022 king of good question is one G. Thomas Waddle. Congratulations to Tom Waddle, the good question champion. And we'll be back uh, next year, 2023, with another edition of Good Question here on the Black and Abdallah Show. If you hear a good question throughout the week, tweet us. Uh, mention it in the Twitch chat. Make sure you send it to Black and Abdallah, and we will make sure it gets on the show. And we uh, we have a lot of fun listening to the segment throughout the week. Congratulations to Tom Waddle. Once again, once the again, champion here at ESPN 1000. Once again, he is the Michael Jordan, the Wayne Gretzky, whoever you want to compare him to, of good question. It's Black and Abdallah. We'll be back. You are listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports. This is Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah. ESPN 1000. And now on Digital FM at 100.3 HD2. We'll be back tomorrow night at 6. Friday night calls. All calls welcome. It will be the last Black and Dollar show for the year 2022. 
We'll fill in a couple times next week, but uh, in this time slot from 6 to 8 p.m., this is uh, this is it for the year tomorrow night. So join us tomorrow night right here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Thank you to Charlie Bevins and to Kendra Smith for producing tonight's show. We will be back tomorrow at 6, also with Carmen and Yurko tomorrow at noon right here on ESPN 1000. Blucky Abdal talking with you here on ESPN 1000. Let me get my avatar music. Abdal, you are a huge enthusiast. Don't lie. For the new James Cameron film. Don't spread spread this hate and these lies. Avatar, the way of water. The film is out. It's expected to be the highest grossing film of all time. That's the expectation of the people on the planet with things and they're blue. It's a, is that the easiest way to describe it to someone who hasn't seen it? Yeah, they're sure. They're on a planet with vegetation and water, and they're blue people. Mm-hmm. I, I saw this article. It was um, a review in the Sun-Times. Okay. Richard Roper had a review oh. of Avatar in the Sun-Times. What did he say? Well, I thought this was interesting. He compared the movie to five, to five different movies. All right? Okay. So here's what he says. The storyline features elements of these movies. All right. Right? Here are the movies. Okay. Free Willy. Love it. Titanic. Okay. Die Hard. Whoa. Apocalypse Now. Whoa. And The Karate Kid. Okay. I might be in. So, so yeah, right. Like, like I think it looks... Like, it does not look like a movie that I really want to see. I just don't want to sit there for three and a half hours, man. But you tell me that this movie is a mashup between Free Willy, Titanic, Die Hard, Apocalypse Now, and The Karate Kid? I don't... I mean, does that mean that there's a montage? (laughs) There's got to be. I hope so. Here's my question. A training montage? In watching the trailers of the blue people on the water planet... Yeah. How the H do you get Die Hard out of that? Well, there's vents. I don't. I like that. Well, they don't that wear, intrigues you know, you know me. What it is? They don't wear shoes. That intrigues me. They don't wear shoes, right? I, I'm. I'm now. My my interest. Are is you going to go this weekend? No. There's football. There's football. On. <laughs> <laughs> when does football end? Uh. Well. February. Maybe, we're still. We'll still be in theaters in February. We maybe, got free agency. Yeah, free agency. Yeah, I mean summer. Oh my god! Okay, yeah. Baseball the season draft. will be here soon enough. The draft, baseball season. When can I watch it on my TV? Well, it'll be a minute. Okay, probably a couple months. Yeah. But but maybe next week. I mean, the holidays are right around the corner. There's yeah. gonna be some time off coming up. True. Uh, maybe a weekday matinee. Okay. There's no way I can see this film at night though. Three and a half hours. There's no way I'm going to be able to go watch this at night. I will yeah. fall asleep. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. I have to go at noon. Yeah, but then your whole day is wasted. Yeah, but if you have a I day off, that's a day. But I don't feel like, but that's your whole day. That's yeah, fine. I don't feel like I'm wasting a night going to a movie if I go to like a, a 7 o'clock show and I'm out at like 1030, 11. Oh, you know? that's That's a long night. No, I know it's a long night, but it's better than me wasting an entire day. I feel weird wasting days like that. Like, give me a two quick two-hour movie, I'm good. Like, that's fine. That's a one to three. That's a noon to two. I'm good there. But, like, going to see Top Gun, it was like, what, 95 minutes? Yeah. Something like that? That's perfect. But that perfect. was a thrilling Yeah, but that's my point. Adventure. Even with the trailers and everything, I'm in and out in two hours, 2.15. This is three, three hours and ten minutes, just the movie. 
You know There's me. There's 20 minutes of previews. I'm a huge, um, I'm a fan of uh, theater, film, and, and going to see movies. Of course, of course. And, and I love reading reviews before I go see it I so know I, I know what I'm getting into. That and, I don't like to And when I read the review in the Sun-Times saying that there's elements of Free Willy, Titanic, Die Hard, Apocalypse Now, and Karate Kid, I was like, you know what? I didn't really want to see it, but now I kind of want to see it. I'm going to write a review for you for a movie, and it's going to have elements <laughs> of Jurassic Park, <laughs> Borat. What would be the perfect combination to get me to the theater? Jurassic Park, Borat, and When Harry Met Sally. What? Not for you. That's the one I was going to do. Oh, no, it. for you, it would be The Dark Knight, Batman. <laughs> Every Batman. Batman and, Returns. And Batman Returns, yeah. And Vengeance. I and, am Vengeance. And Air Bud. Yeah, Air Bud. Yeah, put, put Teen Wolf. And, and Marley and me. Dark Knight <laughs> and the Batman. Put those three. All in the film together. Yeah. And Black is there. And some elements of the TV show The O.C. <laughs> That's your perfect movie. All right, I'm. I'm. I think I'm going to see it. In I'm intrigued. I'll see it in the summer. Black and Abdul will be back tomorrow night. Carmen in North Riverside. You want to say good night to the people? Good night, Chicago. Black and Abdul on ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports.